Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. My name is Jason Newland. Hello and this, yeah, that's it really. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes, eyes. So yeah, um, it is Friday the something or other date, I don't know, 20, 28th, 27th, 28th, something like that, of Julie, 2002. Three, and it's just before 6pm, still light outside, which is normal for this time of the year, but it's kind of a bit not light light inside, uh, you, you couldn't really read a book in the light as it is you'd need to have a light on well I would need to have a light on I mean you might have night vision I don't, I don't know you might you might be a cat I don't know or a bear so but I'm I'm human so I I can't see in the dark I can I can see to the extent of you know you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and your eyes become accustomed, don't they? And you can kind of see see your way around a bit. I still wouldn't try and read a book like that. You know, it's like, oh, I can see better. Oh, I think I'll have a little read. Should I turn the light on? No, don't need the light on. My, my eyes are adjusting, they'll be fine. No. He's now having a little lick, uh, uh, drink. Oh, Vinny. I've just given him a... <laughs> given him a bone. I've just given him one of those bony things. And he's... Hopefully... Fingers crossed and all that. Going to be nice and beautifully, perfectly quiet-ish for the duration of this here podcast. That's the dream. That's the dream that he will be slightly peaceful and not needing or requiring my personal attention. But we will see. We shall see. So it is my, I don't know, probably fifth, fifth day, sixth day, fifth day. I've not watched the news. I'm getting withdrawal symptoms a little bit. Because I'm used to seeing the news multiple times a day. And I, I, I have purposely avoided watching the news which involves not watching any television 
with okay not all channels have the news on but it, there's a lot of the kind of the programs that I watch are usually current affairs programs so they talk about what's current you know topic topical program topical topical topics <laughs> yeah so I've not watched any of them this week I'm a little bit clueless to what's going on I've not watched any television all I've done is like television programs not even Benny Hill I like a little bit of Benny Hill in the evening sometimes if it's on he was very funny Benny Hill is I think he's Benny Hill's one of those people that well I think he'll be more appreciated in the future I, I think like maybe a younger audience maybe even no one that's alive now maybe someone in the future they'll come across his tapes you know watch the TV shows and I realise what a genius that man was because it's not just about scantily clad women running around and generally it was making fun of himself anyway because you know <clears throat> there was that whole he'd be running after the women and then they'd, they'd be running after him it was just silly you know it's sort of slapstick but I, I would I would say that for physical comedy he's up there with one of the greatest of all time some would say Chaplin some would say I guess Jim Carrey even or whatever Lowell and Hardy I used to love Harold Lloyd I did he was one of my favourite ever I wasn't big into Charlie Chaplin it, because it was I mean not only was it way way before my time ha, as was Harold Lloyd but it kind of stayed at its time it the stuff that Harold Lloyd made um, almost was timeless you know even though it was black and white and a lot of them was silent and it was like obviously old buildings and he was doing stuff in New York and different places like that that's part guesswork by the way uh, but I don't know how uh, it just seemed more up to date something that I could relate a little bit more to him Charlie Chaplin clearly brilliant 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 at what he did and he, he earned, you know, he was uh, lauded at the time, wasn't he? he? Everyone loved him. Highest, highest paid, most successful Hollywood actor at the time. Who else was there? Harold Lloyd, Buster Keaton. And I, just, I really liked Harold Lloyd. There was another one, but I forget what his name was. Similar one of those kind of period, you know, the 1920s or 1930s. Um, 
I think what's amazing is Lauren Hardy. They started off in silent movies, and then make a bit more noise, please, Vinny. Oh, thank, thank you. Good, good, brilliant. Cheers. The yeah, Lauren Hardy. They started off, I think, in silent movies, and then it sounds weird to say talkies came in, but talk, you know, movies with audio of voices talkies came in and uh, they had such perfect voices for it which was it was I think I remember seeing a documentary and this is some of the biggest silent movie stars when when they turned into talkies and once once the talkie movies came everyone wanted to watch those they didn't want to sort of stay with the silent movies anymore and I mean for me the only time to, to listen to a silent movie is when there's other people in the office and they can't see what I'm watching on the computer you know it's like then that's just turn the volume down but that would be a good time you know if you let's say you you decide you want to watch a uh, Lauren Hardy movie, you know, on YouTube, then, but they did have music, didn't they? They did have music. But they had such good voices. Like Lauren Hardy. Brilliant. Brilliant voices. They, I, I loved them. I loved them both. They're very, very brilliant. Even now, they're still funny. Even now, it's it's just it's timeless. That's my word of the day, timeless. I'm hoping to fit in the word crabs at some point as well. So they're very timeless, and I'm trying to think of what other W. C. Fields. Although a huge star in America, I don't think he was ever that famous in this country. But then I wasn't kind of alive at the time, so maybe he was. But I don't remember really seeing W.C. Fields on the TV. And when I was growing up, yeah, because I was born in 19... 12, no, I was born in 1970, they were showing, well, I remember in the late 70s, very late 70s, like they say 79, and early 80s, Star Trek was still being shown on television, you know, Captain Kirk TV show. Even though it was from the sixties, it was still on in the evenings. I think, I think BBC Two because that was before Channel Four came along. So we had three channels: BBC One, BBC Two, and BBC Three. No, ITV. Now it's BBC One, BBC Two, and ITV One. 
because there's there's different ITVs. It's just was it independent television reviewing or I'm not sure what it stands for. Um, I'm not sure. I just remember the they used to have Star Trek on. I loved it. I loved Star Trek. Even now, it's... However weird it is to say, because I absolutely love the next generation. You know, the 1990s Star Trek. Brilliant. Everything about it is just brilliant. Um, I even... Blimey, what other Star Treks have there's been so many, isn't there? I used to watch Deep Space Nine, I used to watch Voyager. A lot of people used to watch Voyager. A lot of non Star Trek fans used to watch Voyager. A lot of people used to watch it with the volume down. But uh, that's enough of that. <laughs> um It used to be a thing. What are you doing tonight? I'm watching Voyager. I'm a Star Trek fan. Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. Do you know what the soundtrack, you know, the, the theme music for Star Trek Voyager is? Nope. Never heard it. Oh, okay. Do you know what any of the characters' names are? Yep. One. Oh, okay. Do you know what that character sounds like? Nope. <laughs> but why are you watching it for then? Well, you need to uh, perhaps search it out and find out for yourself. If you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, but surely you'd watch it because you're a Star Trek fan. Nope. Okay, fair enough. Never did find out why, but uh, apparently it was very popular. Talking of crabs. <laughs> Talking of crabs. That that wasn't a good segue, was it? Uh, I will fit crabs in at some point. I suppose, uh, mind you, I can't say talking of crabs because then I've already spoken about crabs, so I won't need to ingest or inject or interject or introduce crabs into the conversation when I've already been talking about crabs. Technically, I've just done it by talking about crabs, about how I want to talk about crabs but I'm not sure if that's really I'm not sure if that would pass pass the test as it were hmm I'm thinking maybe not it seems almost like cheating cheating the crab test you don't want to fail the crab test if you get tested for crabs you don't want to fail Mind you, don't want to be positive either, do you? Oh, blimey, what's the correct? You want to be negative? Yeah, I suppose you do want to fail. Oh. So. I'm trying to think what other TV shows. You know what my favourite television show of all time? One of them is from, I think it was the early 80s. 
I get a little bit muddled up between the very, very late 70s and the very early 80s. Because there was a particular time in my life between the ages of seven and eight and a half, maybe even nine, when we almost had a like a perfect life. It was a good, it was a good time. It was uh, generally, uh, it was a good period in my life. And we moved, I, I moved to this house. I basically moved to this little town where my dad was living with his new wife. So we moved there, me and my, my two brothers. And we lived in this house with his new wife's mother. We lived there for a while and then we moved out and we moved into a council house. And it was a three bedroom, but to be fair, one of the rooms was a box room. It, wasn't it, it, it was a real room, it was just a, a box with a little door. It was an actual room. But you I mean, you could, I mean, yeah, you could, it was big enough to live in, but not really. You know, if you, if you had it as a bedroom, that's all it could be is a bedroom. You wouldn't necessarily want to spend time in there. It might be a safe place to fart, but it's not, you wouldn't necessarily want to go, maybe pray, but it's not, you know, so... I'm not I'm not saying praying and fighting are the same thing, but there's no reason why you can't do both at the same time. That's that's what I'm. That's not really what I'm saying. Um, I wonder if 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 crabs pray and fight at the same time. No, that's probably not a good way of bringing crabs in either, is it? Uh, so. I um I slept in a little room because I was little I didn't really to me it wasn't a little room and I slept in there and my two brothers slept in bunk beds in the other room and then parents in the other room so it was all fine and we had a little garden so the there was no like help dig the garden, any of that crap that came later in life. It was just not really any point. Plus, it was a brand new house and the foundations were still settling. Like the garden was almost like swamp, quicksand. You, could, you know, I was up to my, up to my waist in mud because it hadn't settled. It took quite a few months to settle. And some of my happiest childhood memories occurred when I was living there. I don't remember much about living in the other house before moving there because we weren't there for long. I know it was a happy time. I don't just don't remember. Just don't remember it really very much, very well. 
I'm not like got a huge memory of living in the other house, the, the one that I'm talking about, where I had my own room. And it was the first time I'd had my own room, I think, ever in my life. So I was seven and a half, maybe, getting on to eight, seven and a half. And it was the first, yeah, I was seven and a half. And it was the first time I ever had my own room. And it was brilliant. I say brilliant. It was all right. To be honest, I'm not sure if I even realised that it was the first time I'd had my own room. I don't know if I really cared about stuff like that. To be honest, I don't, I'm not sure. Plus, I didn't know how long it was going to last, if we were going to move on somewhere else. I just didn't know. So, it's, it was all right. I, like, I liked that house. My nan took over it. Took over it. She, she ended up living... She lived there when we moved out, her and my granddad. So, it stayed in the family for a long time. Many, many years. All the way until about... I don't know, 2010, something like that. So maybe, maybe earlier, but it's, it's in, in, the, in the family for a long time. From, you think about 1977, 87, 97, 2007, at least 30 years, I would say. And... That period was really nice. And maybe it's a weird sentence, you know, it was a really nice period. But it, it was. It was. It was. I was young. And for the first time, I still was starting to get settled a bit. Although we moved and then all my fr I lost all my friends again, which so it wasn't so good. But I had a bunch of friends that I used to play with, and like in the because because the estate was new, everybody was kind of new. So was, I got to know the, my, the the local boys. There was a kid called Ian. Ian was my best friend, and he had his birthday the exact same day as mine on the exact same date so he was born on exactly the same day as me same age and then about one two three three doors up was Andrew and he was my other friend so they were kind of my two of my best friends in the road and then next door was Robbie and Amber, blimey, I remember their names. Robbie was, he was more my brother's age, so he was older than me. And Amber was younger than me, probably by a couple of years. And we we used to go to next door and like hang out with them. And their parents were lovely, really lovely. And mum was a nurse, I think. I don't know what the father did. 
but he was also lovely. Well, the whole family was really, really nice. And I saw them years later and they were still nice. They're just nice people. And I've got this memory and I don't know why. I don't know why. But I've got this memory and I was next door. It was a Saturday. I don't know if it was the afternoon or it was the morning. But I think it involved needing something to eat. And it was getting time for food. And I think my mum or my brother might come around and said, dinner time, lunch time. And because we were watching... I was watching Doctor Who, but it was the movie with Peter Cushion. I think it was called Doctor Who and the Daleks. So it was Peter Cushion played the Doctor. And I was watching that, and then we got called to go to dinner, got, got home, and there's me thinking, I remember, I think Amber might have said, oh, what are you having for dinner? And I said, Crab. We're having crabs. I didn't. That wouldn't. That doesn't really fit either, does it? I don't think many. I don't think many seven-year-olds would get excited about eating crab. It's not really a Saturday lunchtime snack, is it? For the average person, I guess. And we were particularly average. <laughs> we were. I don't know. We were on a council estate. Um, I don't know, lower, lower class? I don't, I'm don't. i not really into the class system. I don't really class myself. I, I know I'm not upper class. I know that. And I know I'm not middle class. But I'm not a big fan of the term lower class. Just the, the term... It's, the, it's, it's just a word. There's two words and one of those words just doesn't really fit fit with me doesn't you know just the word class I just no, I mean sorry the word lower I I don't really like to think because it's almost like I'm lower than someone and because I'm sure I've always been lower height wise to most people most women most children even come like three foot five and but so lower has always been a thing the fact that I can you know those um, you know when you go into a car park or toll booths and they're those big things that go across and then they, they they raise them up and lower them you know for the cars to get through I can still walk straight through I don't even know they're there I don't see them because I just walk through under them without seeing them it's not bad I mean, it's good because, uh, remember I've got squeaky doors, and I remember my neighbour saying, you know, I, I just don't hear your doors squeaking at night time, and, you know, we've all got squeaky doors, it's, it is the squeaky door mansion that we all live in, it's known for the squeaky doors, where I live, it's famous worldwide for the squeaky doors, and the huge crabs that live in the local forest <laughs> oh okay maybe that's okay I'm, I'll, I'll edit that out uh, I'll find a way to introduce crabs somehow so I 
Yeah, I said, yeah, squeaky doors. I said, I just hold it in. I don't go to the toilet. I wait, I wait until the morning or just, I didn't, I was a little bit embarrassed. I did to tell him that I just walk under the door. The gap's big enough for me just to walk under. So I didn't, I didn't want to embarrass myself. So I said, I just, I just do it in the bed. I just, uh, go to the toilet in the bed if I need to or stick my bum out the window. Cause I didn't want to embarrass myself. And, it's the idea that I could just walk under a door because I was so short. No, I've got to be aware of cramps. How could I include cramps? But that was, I really, I have fond memories of that. Um, I remember it was Christmas, that, that house, it was Christmas. And um, it was around December, middle of December time. And this very, very excited parent, not positively excited, knocked on our door. Right, we were just having our dinner. Knocked on our door. We'd only just come in from playing outside, me and my two brothers. So he knocked on the door, this bloke, and he had a little, he had a kid with him, and he was holding a bicycle, which had a tree, like a, poking through the spokes of the bike. And he said, one of your kids chucked this tree at my fr at my son's bike while he was riding it and it went through the spikes and knocked him off his bike so my dad said oh, which one of you was it first of all it wasn't like my kids wouldn't do that he just he, he just like accepted that one of us did it straight away it's like of course they did which one of you was it was it you? Was it you? Jason, was it you? Jason, where are you? He didn't realise I was <laughs> hiding under under the table. But I wasn't hiding, I was just standing. I didn't realise because, you know, I'd heard it's a good place to be if there's an earthquake and I just... I've just seen the movie Earthquake recently. It was a big movie called Earthquake in the 70s. And whenever I could, I'd, I'd just stand under a table. It's just a thing I did. No, don't judge me. It's, um... But anyway, the, uh, the kid had hurt his leg. And then the father said, look, my kid, look at the way he's walking. He's walking like a crab. He's walking sideways. Imagine applause, like all this applause coming down and fireworks going off. That was pretty good, wasn't it? He was walking sideways like... I, I, I... No? No? Okay. Oh, come on, give me something. I, I It fitted in with the story, okay? You might say, yeah, but you mentioned the word crab too many times. So it kind of took the sting out of it. It kind of took the, almost took the, you, 
you suck the jam out of the donut before giving me the donut. That's an analogy, isn't it? You you scrape the cream out of the eclair. You know, the, 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 the cream, chocolate cream eclair isn't the same without the cream. The donut's not the same without the jam. Oh, by the way, I wanted to also introduce the word jam as well. I forgot. To, but so, yeah, well, good, good to me. Good for me. I've done type both the words. That's what I should have done to start with. Just said something and then just pretended that that was the word I wanted to say. So instead of telling you at the beginning a word that I wanted to try and incorporate randomly into the uh, episode... I could just tell you when I'd said it, it's like, that was the word. But would that work? Would you believe me, though? I like to think that I'm, I come across as quite trustworthy, but I'm not sure if everyone believes everything I say. I'm not sure. So, we're standing there. It's a bit cold, to be honest. I mean, I was, I thought, well, you know, as far as I was concerned, it was cold, but I wasn't bothered because I knew that I was safe if there was an earthquake. Because I was under the, <laughs> I was under the table. Blimey. I was sticking to this three foot five, you know. Um, I, we, um, yeah, so my dad was like, who is it? Who was it? Was it you? Because all my three, my, I've got three brothers, but the other one wasn't born yet. Um, the oldest one, he wasn't born yet, but he's four years older than me, but he was a late developer. Anyway, he, he he's like, was it you? And they looked at my other brother, he's two years older than me, was it you? Then he, he looked for me. Was it you? The thing is, it was quite difficult unless he looked at us for us to know who he was talking to because the whole time that he's been my dad, you know, since the age of seven, he's called me son. I don't know if he's ever called me Jason. He's called me son. And to be fair, I don't call him Gertrude. I call him dad. But his name's not Gertrude, but his name's not Dad either, is it? You know? But I call him Dad, so, or Daddykins, or Papa, or Dar. I love my Dar. You know, I call him, he's, um, Dad. It's, it's, you know? And, uh, don't call him by his name. Well, I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare. That would put me in a very jammy situation. And I, we were, so we're there at the front door, back to the story, we were at the front door. So this man, he's got a hat on. It's not relevant to the story, really. He's just got a hat on. I mean, I did wonder though, why he wore a hat considering he only lived a few doors up the road. 
unless he was already wearing a hat when his son went back to the house um, saying, oh, one of the Newlands, one of them Newland kids chucked that tree through my, through my, through my um, spokes of my bike. One of the Newland kids, one of the evil Newland kids. Which one was it? I don't know, but his face was covered in jam. See, it doesn't work, does it? I try and add jam in, even if you don't know. See, even if you didn't know I was trying to do it, it just wouldn't work, would it? Just by adding it in randomly. Unless I gave myself like a contest at the start and saying, okay, here are the 10 words I'm going to try to incorporate into the recording at some point. But in a way, if I just said, here are the 10 words that I'm going to incorporate into this recording. Um, so... Marmite, caviar, bottle, hairpiece, yogurt, pubes, tweezers, lice cream, not ice cream. <laughs> Don't get muddled up between them two. Lice cream and ice cream are very two things. It's two different things. Very two things. I can't even put... That's not even a sentence, but I struggled with that. They're very two things, you know. Them two things are very two things. Very different. Uh, And then... I don't know, swastika and... Wallpaper. Just as... as, I probably wouldn't want to add that into a a positive podcast like this because it's not really what I'm about and even as a joke I I couldn't do that I mean besides I'm pretty sure I'd have quite a few people complaining you know like big question marks I can't believe he mentioned wallpaper I can't believe it wallpaper of all things a man's got no class so yeah just so I said, oh, that's the 10 things I'm going to try and incorporate into the recording. But then by saying that, I've already incorporated it. So it's kind of a done deal-ish. Do you know what I mean? No? You know what I mean. Don't tease me. Don't tease me with that that question mark on your forehead come on you know you know what you know what's going on come on come on I tell you what is quite nice and you might think I'm just trying to incorporate and I'm not this is a genuine thing now you might not know what did I say jam you might not know what jam is. Do you know what jam is? If you if you're from England, you would know what jam is. But you might call it jelly. 
if you're in uh, America or other countries. Wow. It's, it's basically, is it fermented fruit? So I think the way you make it, because I used to live in this house with this landlord, landlady. Well, it was a landlord and a landlady, but it wasn't the same person. The landlady was a different person. And she used to... She used to do many things, but she used to... Um, pickle... <laughs> this is beyond boring. I can't even say the words without just realising that this is the most boring podcast, honestly, that you could ever listen to. <laughs> because not only is it boring, it's also true. It's, it's also has this, this real stuff that I'm telling you about. Wow. It just goes back to something I was thinking before. Someone said, uh, you know, so, well, if you could live your life again, would you? Like, no. Now, once was enough. Cheers. Thanks. But you can go back. You can go back and relive your life again. You'll be alive. Now, no, you're okay. <laughs> you're all right. Once was enough. Honestly, I don't need to go back. I, I did it. I lived it. I'd like to move on. Thank you very much. But you get a chance to have another 80 years. Cause, or 90 years, because I'm going to be 90 or 100, you know. You'd be able to another... 90 years of living like nah <laughs> nope you can keep that time off it's, it's fine I remember my nan she'd really just even when she was healthy and she was in her 80s I'd go around and I said you alright she'd look at me with a very, very distressed look. I said, are you okay? What's wrong? She said, I woke up again. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, blimey. It's, it's, she wasn't even like in a, a low mood. It was just like, why did I have to wake up? Nan, if you didn't wake up, who's going to make my tea? Who's going to make my cheese and pickle sandwiches? Who's going to get the biscuit tin from off the top of the the cabinet and balance on the stool that wobbles? Who's going to do that? I'm not going to do it because it's dangerous. That's your job. <laughs> she did. She did used to do that. I, I, to be honest, I used to try and stop her. She did. It's amazing. Some of the things like didn't didn't see any danger anywhere. Like yep. It's, uh, I remember once, and she was put in the shop, uh, she took the, um, she used to have this clothesline, which went from the house, it was like just outside the kitchen on the wall, it was like a, I don't know, it was attached anyway, some screw or thing, and it went all the way down to the end of the garden, which was, I think, on the fence. And she used to put a wash in there. But because it was quite low, she had this stand, this big wooden pole, which she used to push the line up. Once she'd put the washing on, she then pushed the line up in the middle and it'd catch the wind and it'd be 
well above all the fences. So I guess it would catch. Yeah, it was really good. I remember once I saw her, and she was she was like, "Where's, where's the stick?" I said, "What?" So I was just in the kitchen, um, going through her drawers looking for money. And she said, oh, where's grandson? Because he's another one. He wouldn't say my name. Grandson, where's where's the stick? I said, what stick? The laundry stick. You can need to be a little bit more precise. The laundry stick. And she had a she had a word for it, but I can't remember what it was. Um, the, I forget what. But anyway, it was really. It was about poor blind, twelve foot long. And uh, that sounds like a real brag there, doesn't it? Yeah, it's 12 foot long. And she, she was looking for it. I thought, oh, and I realised what she was looking for. Uh, because when I looked out, about five minutes later, I saw her with it in her hand, like the, the big stick. So I'm thinking, oh, she's putting the washing out. So I just get up to... Uh, I put the dish in the in the in the sink. I'm not going to wash the dish up, obviously, because that's for her to do. But you know, I I'm happy to make the dishes dirty by eating food. Um, that was my, I'm a terrible grandson, and but she enjoyed <laughs> she enjoyed it. No, I probably didn't. I don't think anyone enjoys washing up, do they? But I was very lazy, unlike now. Yeah. So, and I looked over there, and she's she's doing a balancing act on the washing line, like tightrope act, walking from one side to the other, using the big stick to balance herself. But the stick was so long that when she went to fall over one side, she just pushed the stick and pushed it against the ground and pushed herself back. So it gave her an advantage. I mean, the way she was walking reminded me of a bit of a, like, a crab. No, that's not what point is there. I'll give the crab up. I'll give the crabs up. But, yeah, it's like, wow. No da- no sense of danger. Just like, Bleep. I had a friend like that. We was someone I lived with back in about 2006. And we went away. I don't know where we went. We was going somewhere or coming back from somewhere on the coast and we're just having a walk went to some tea rooms had a cup of tea and a scone and we're walking on these cliffs and there's a huge sign like first of all he's saying oh, I felt my, I like to go for a swim and me and the lady that was there said no you can't go for a swim it's a big sign saying don't go near the cliffs danger because the cliffs were crumbling like don't go past this line so we turned to him and said you and he got he wasn't there and we looked down he was at, actually on the beach running into the sea how i don't know how he must have transported either that or i mean it was quite a long sign maybe it just took me quite a Maybe it took me too long to read it. 
maybe that's what it was. But it, it seemed almost like he was there and then he wasn't. And it's weird. Like he's there and suddenly, oh, don't go near the cliff. You shouldn't go. Uh, and he's there. You can see he's running. It's like a little ant. Actually, it was an ant. That wasn't him. No, but he was on the beach as well. That was an ant on some grass. I remember that. That made me laugh. He was on the beach running in. And I heard him scream. And I thought, oh, no. And he, he just basically, the water was too cold. And he ran back up. But he didn't. He, and it was like, he was running up the cliff. Like, don't. I've never seen anyone just run up a cliff. No, no sense of being human even. He just ran up. It was easy. And he didn't look fit, but he was fit. Like really fit. And he didn't look it, but he was. And I realised I just said the same thing twice. But he was really fit. And he didn't, he didn't look. To be able to run down a cliff into the sea scream he did he screamed <laughs> it, it was a bit of a shock to the system I think and and then because we don't have warm water generally around the the coast of the UK of England Britain Commonwealth whatever it is we, wherever I live this is we don't really have warm water it's warm warmer than it used to be but still pretty cold so I've heard I don't go in I'm not I don't partake in the sea you know I I appreciate it's there I respect it but I don't that's why I don't go into the sea first of all I don't I don't swim so I wouldn't be getting into the sea properly. The most I would do is just put my feet in the, into the sea. Just like paddle. And that seems a bit disrespectful to the ocean to put my smelly feet in there. It's like just a bit wrong. Imagine if you were having a bath and I just stepped into your bath. And then stepped out again. Well, that was nice, and just walked off. It it, it, it wouldn't be nice. It wouldn't like oh, oh no. <laughs> it's like it's and you just look and watch the clean water turning black and oily and sooty and bubbling from the dirt from my f- bubbling from the dirt from my feet. Like an oil spill. It was like, ugh. Yeah, that's that's what my feet produces when I put water on it. My feet are pretty much like gremlins. You can't put water on them. But instead of like little gremlins popping up out, um, they just smell really bad, really. And water, they're, they're allergic to water. Actually, yeah, I think the gremlin's not a great analogy. And don't worry, I'm not going to go towards crabs either. A good analogy would be a vampire and holy water. 
that's the kind of effect is you, the, the holy water would scream though so it's like the vampire would scream normally if they get holy water on them if holy water lands on my feet the water screams so yeah it's, uh, it's just slightly different but what about what about the bike what happened with the bike and the spokes and the tree and the spokes and the angry the angry neighbour with a hat okay okay oh, right so he my, my dad said well we all said no it wasn't us wasn't me it wasn't me we said it wasn't us and I and the the, the neighbour said well, it was one of them and my dad said uh, how can you prove it's one of them how can you prove and uh, the bloke handed him four little presents they're like little little presents little little small little presents and he said and he basically each one of them had a name one was my mum's name one was my oldest brother's name on it one had my just above me brother's name and one had my name no actually one had my dad's name I didn't have one that I didn't didn't what is that? That's weird. But anyway, so they had pre- like these little, they weren't just little presents, you know, just little square boxes with their names on. And my dad said, "Well, what's that got to do with anything? And what does that prove that it, it was one of my kids chucked it through, did that?" And uh, then the bloke handed my. F- my dad some tinsel and the bloke said to my dad it's your Christmas tree isn't it it's your Christmas tree that your son chucked through my 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 uh, son's wheel and my dad said um hmm and my dad and the bloke said, have you got anything to say for yourself? And my dad said, yeah. Well, first of all, I'd like to apologise to everyone listening because that was a really quite a crap ending to a potentially good story. It wasn't really the ending that we were hoping for. And the, and the, and I, I piped up from under the table. Yeah, it could have been delivered a bit more, a bit more concisely. My older oldest brother said, "Yeah, I think it just went on too long." And then my other middle brother said, "Well, I think that maybe we could do a different story again next time, because he was French." And then the curtain came down, and we all did a bow. It was. It was brilliant. So, so, thank you for listening. 
Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Lots of love. Bye. Mm. Crabs. <laughs>